Welcome to the Service Department News Podcast, where we discuss all the latest news and developments from across the service department, apart hotel and extended stay sectors. Hello and welcome to the Service Department News Podcast. I'm Felicity Cousins, Assistant Editor of Service Department News, and today I'm talking to Mimi Oliver, Chief Executive Officer for Waterwalk, which is an apartment-style living for its guests in the U.S., Waterwalk has recently redefined its extended stay concept, releasing its Generation 2 properties, and there are nine now under development. Welcome, Mimi. Thank you, Felicity. Appreciate it. It's really good to have you on. Um, Waterwalk um, is obviously going through quite a lot of changes at the moment, and the extended stay sector as a whole has seems to have gone through quite a transformation over the last couple of years. Um, particularly in the US, why do you think there's been such a positive reaction to extended stay recently? Sure. Well, first of all, again, thank you so much for having me. Um, I think it's a really interesting question. You know, when the pandemic hit, hotel occupancies worldwide dropped significantly across the board. Um, However, extended stay hotel occupancies, they really remained resilient um, due to the long length of stay. So these types of guests did not check out immediately like the transient or the leisure hotel guest did. Um, So as an example, our product, Waterwalk, our our portfolio um, occupancy remained in the 60s during the early stages of the pandemic, you know, April 2020, May 2020, um, while hotel occupancy nationwide in the U.S. dropped to around 20 percent. So um, that really is driven because of our average length of stay. So our average length of stay is over 200 days. So again, this is not a typical hotel guest. This is really someone that's living there, someone that's living at our Mm -hmm. properties. Um, So they're not going to leave, you know, on a given notice. Um, So that's what really drove this resilience. So I just believe that'll continue and there'll continue to be this large spotlight on the extended stay segment because of that stability that it provides to investors. Um, they're really looking for that sort of, um, you know, it takes the risk out of the investment um, sure. because of that stability of inoccupancy. Sure. No, thank you for, for answering that. It's really well put. Um, do you, is that what drove you to redefine the um, what you offer? Because it's a quite a flexible kind of way of living, isn't it? Your generation two concept. If you could explain that a little bit to our listeners, that would be great. Sure. Yeah, it really is. So, um, you know, Waterwalk, we're really built on a long track record um, and, you know, history of extended stay hotel brands. So Waterwalk was founded in 2014 by um, my grandfather, the late Jack DeBoer. So he was really considered the pioneer of extended stay and the all suite hotel concepts. So Waterwalk is really our fifth national brand in this track record of extended stay hotels. So Mm -hmm. in addition to residence in, um, Candlewood Suites, Summerwood Suites, Value Place, which is now Woodspring under the Choice umbrella. Sure. So now Waterwalk. So we really evolved the Waterwalk concept since 2014. Uh, we did have our Generation One product, which has seen you know much success. We've really proven out this business model. Um, but we realized that we did need to evolve the product really to maximize efficiency. So we went from two buildings in our Gen One to a single building in our Gen 2 product. And that allowed us to shrink the footprint from five acres uh, to three acres. And that's really important because we are able to get into more and more markets across the US because five acres can you know, typically be pretty difficult to find in these secondary, you know, tertiary, even primary markets um, with that land uh, requirement. And then we actually eliminated the three bedroom units from our Gen 1. And then our Gen 2 now has, we added studio suites. 
Um, again, really optimizing that efficiency, that optimizing the entire live, stay business model. That's really our signature business model. Um, and that guest experience, just bringing all that business under one roof, um, maximizing the operations uh, and so forth. That's interesting, actually, because I was going to ask you that about the um, studio apartments, whether that's an emerging trend over over in the US. Um, over here and in Europe, we've seen like an increase in interest in like the three bed properties. Um, I don't know if that's going to continue, obviously, but I think over over the pandemic, I think maybe or since the pandemic, people are taking their families or staying longer on business trips. So, I mean, your average um, stay is 200 days. So so maybe it's it's more, um, you know, fitted with that, that you go for the studio apartment if someone's literally being sent somewhere and then they're, they're doing the studio apartment. Who is your who is your market that you're aiming at? Right. So, um, yeah, so we, we really cater to, um, again, that, that true, I mean, the good, the good news about Waterwalk is that we're flexible, right? That really is who we are. We're, we are aimed at being very flexible in a lot of ways. So we are flexible in terms of our target. So, um, you know, we are targeting guests looking for to stay nightly, weekly, monthly, or longer. Um, with that being said, again, because our average length of stay is 200 nights, we do you know, more target that extended stay customer. So projects, yeah. trainings, relocations, sure. um, traveling nurses, you know, people that really are going to live um, somewhere for a period of time while they're in transition in their life for some reason. So whether they're buying a home, um, selling a home, you know, um, that type of customer really fits well with our product. And what I like about um, what I've read about you is you you adapt it to that to that person. It's quite a personal experience, isn't it? So so you you bring things from that person's life like into the studio. It's not just going to stay as it is. It's going to be their home just for that period of time. Is that exactly? Correct? Yep. So that's really um, the bread and butter of our business model. Is we offer fully furnished you know suites, uh, studio one, two bedroom, and three bedroom in our Gen One product, as well as ready to furnish. So that's uh, a real differentiator. Is we're really creating the unfurnished hotel room, or you can go on our website, book an unfurnished hotel room um, and come stay with us for, you know, three, four five or more months in that type of a unit and bring your own things and really yeah. personalize it to make it your own. Yeah, that's, that's quite, is that quite unusual um, concept over there in the US? Very, yeah, very unusual. This, okay. is, this is definitely new for our industry. <laughs> and it's taken on and it's like, it's people have responded well to it, have they? Yes, very well. Um, again, we call that our live segment, um, that type of unit. And it's, um, we are running, you know, mid 90s occupancy. So um, very, very receptive to this type of business model. Excellent. Thank you. Thanks for explaining that. Um, and in terms of future expansion, I mean, obviously, you've got a lot going on. You've got nine under development for the generation two products. I think, did you just open in um, Florida? Was that about- uh, not quite. That'll be next year. Yeah next year okay and and you see you've got a lot going on is there is there going to be future across you know have you have you already slated spaces to to, to expand and what about franchise opportunities going forward sure absolutely so you know we really believe that there's going to continue to be rising demand for alternative accommodations for flexibility for this you know segment that we're really targeting so we're really embarking on a aggressive growth strategy um, as you mentioned, we do have nine um, Gen 2s you know, in our development pipeline. So we are under construction in Phoenix, in Tucson, Boise, Idaho, Jacksonville, Florida, as you mentioned, um, Atlanta, Georgia, 
Um, we're looking at St. Louis, Missouri, Greenville, South Carolina, Charleston, South Carolina. Yeah. So a lot of the, you know, just a lot of those growing markets, very you know, high growth markets across the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, to really expand Waterwalk's portfolio. And yes, we are absolutely um, very focused on franchise agreements. So excited to expand our franchise network and community as we build out this brand with some really strategic partners to help us. Oh, excellent. That's good news. Um, And have I covered most of the questions that you would like to talk about? Or is there anything else you'd like to add and um, tell our listeners um, for the future of Water Walk? No, I think we, you know, covered a lot. I just, again, want to really emphasize this this flexibility. I think it's here to stay. Um, I'm really excited about, you know, we're, I, I really believe that we're we're ahead of the curve here a little bit because what we're calling ourselves is flexible lodging. So back, you know, when my grandfather invented extended stay with residents in, I believe that we are really here to invent flexible lodging. And this, you know, these um, two product types that are merging and just offering customers ultimate flexibility, I think that that will be here to stay and it'll really be commonplace in, you know, call it 10 to 15 years. So um, we're excited about leading that effort. Excellent, because there is a lot, there's a lot in that kind of market segment. Um, I mean, over here, we have um, apart hotels. So I don't mm-hmm. know if you call them the same over over in the US. There's so many different, there's, there's quite a lot of language around the extended stay sector. Um, and people are trying to find what new ways of calling maybe similar products. But I like the flexible lodging um, concept, because that is, you know, you're living, aren't you? Um, I think for the shorter stays, a part hotel does work because it is it is more like the hotel offering. So, um, I mean, in the is it is extended stay is really well known in the US. I think um, serviced apartments over in over here, you know, they've had a more of a rough ride. I I feel um, just the awareness, um, even in the the kind of corporate community as well. Like it's more likely that people will book hotels for their business travelers. What's the case, do you think, over in the US? Is it is it all kind of an even um, playing field? I think extended stay has definitely um, been the main focus there um, in terms of, you know, corporate bookings and, and what customers really understand and what they've grown to know. Um, but again, like you said, you know, in Europe, apart hotels are very popular. And that's, I think, more relevant to the flexible lodging model that we're following. And we're really trying you know, to, again, to, to educate about this and expand it. And I do believe that it will become more and more common for, um, you know, and just everyone will really start to understand customers, investors, um, businesses, you know, ev- they're, they'll all really just start to understand what this is and why it does offer more flexibility, even than an extended stay concept. Brilliant. Thank you. Thanks so much, Mimi, for your time. It was, it was really great talking to you. And um, I look forward to hearing more about Water Walk and, and seeing, you know, well, writing the news, actually. <laughs> I'm going to be <laughs> writing more about you. So um, thanks very much for coming on our podcast. And um, I look forward to speaking to you again soon. Great. Thank you, Felicity. I appreciate it. Thanks for listening to the Service Department News podcast. Service Department News is part of the International Hospitality Media Portfolio.